is wisdom. Deuteronomy 4, 5-6 Behold, I have taught you statutes and judgments, even as the Lord my God commanded me, that you should do so in the land, whether you go to possess it. Keep therefore and do them, for this is your wisdom and your understanding. In the sight of the nations which shall hear all these statutes and say, Surely this great nation is a wise and understanding people. Wisdom. Wisdom is the God-given ability to have a practical and successful application of the knowledge you have diligently sought out. Wisdom comes from God. Man cannot get wisdom apart from God. So what is wisdom? Proverbs 1, 7 says, A fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge, but fools despise wisdom and instruction. The fear of the Lord is the starting point of attaining wisdom. We need a fear and respect of the Lord to help guide us in our life. The Bible says having this fear of the Lord is wisdom. Wisdom comes from God, through the knowledge of God, and by His Word, and by the application of His Word, and then seeking it from Him. Job 28, 28, And unto man he said, Behold, the fear of the Lord, that is wisdom. And to depart from evil is understanding. The wise are those who fear God. None have understanding of wisdom or how to obtain it, but those who obey the word of God. You've got to obey the word of God. You've got to study it. You've got to seek it out. Then you've got to apply it to your life. Those who act according to the dictates of wisdom, the starting point of which is the fear of Jehovah, have a good understanding and discern for their duty towards God and his word. Psalm 111.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. A good understanding have all they that do his commandments. His praise endureth forever. The practice of fearing the Lord and keeping his commandments gives men a better understanding of what is good for them more than any other thing they could do. The word beginning in scripture sometimes means the chief. And the true religion is both at once the first element of wisdom and its chief fruit in life. To know God so as to walk with him is the greatest of all achievements in life. The starting point of wisdom is first to know God and to communicate regularly with Him, to have fellowship with Him, to pray to Him, to read the Bible, to study, to meditate on His Word, to have regular communication with Him, to reverently respect Him, to honor Him, to study His Word, all so that we can have a good understanding of it. And with this good understanding, we can then apply it to situations all throughout our life, all the while being guided by the Holy Spirit that lives within us. So let's look at the revenue of wisdom. Proverbs chapter 8 speaks of this, verses 12 to 19. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence and find out knowledge of witty inventions. The fear of the Lord is to hate evil, pride, and arrogancy, and the evil way, and the froward mouth. Do I hate? Counsel is mine, and sound wisdom. I am understanding. I have strength. By me kings reign, and princes decree justice. By me princes rule, and nobles, even all the judges of the earth. I love them that love me, and those that seek me early shall find me. Riches and honor are with me, yea, durable riches and righteousness. My fruit is better than gold, yea, than fine gold, and my revenue than choice silver. The revenue of wisdom is the results, the blessings, or the good outcomes in our life as a result of the seeking, as a result of the praying, 
as a result of getting and then using and applying that wisdom in our life. Using and applying that wisdom and that discernment in our life in different situations in our life. The revenue of wisdom is the results and blessings that come forth or show themselves or demonstrate themselves or manifest themselves in our life. The revenue of wisdom is not making that wrong decision and then having the the results God wants you to have instead of the consequences of that bad decision you made by not using wisdom to apply it. Wisdom is having the knowledge and then applying it to multiple different situations in your life. Wisdom is seeking out counsel. Wisdom is striving to understand God's word enough to where you can apply it to the proper situations and apply it properly in your life and then getting the the desired results, the better outcomes to situations, not having mistakes you have to make up for, not having the consequences of bad decisions in your life. That is the revenue of wisdom, the blessings, the good results, the good outcomes as a result of the praying, the seeking, the attaining, the, the understanding, the seeking, the knowledge, so you can then ask God to give you the wisdom in situations. That is the revenue of wisdom. So more specifically, one revenue of wisdom will be getting to the wedding altar and being able to present yourself to your future mate, pure. The Bible says we are to marry those of like faith. We are to only marry those of like faith. That means if you are saved, you are to only marry someone who is saved and part of the family of God. We are not to be unequally yoked and joined together with the unsaved in marriage. 2 Corinthians 6.14 Be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers. For what fellowship hath righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion hath light with darkness? Another revenue of wisdom would be not having our bodies ravaged with the effects of alcohol or other substance abuse. 1 Corinthians 6, 19-20 What? Know ye not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost which is in you, which ye have of God, and ye are not your own? For ye are bought with a price. Therefore glorify God in your body and in your spirit, which are God's. Your body is God's. Another revenue of wisdom would be having honor given to us through no effort of our own and not shame heaped on us as a result of how we have conducted ourselves. You'll get honor through no effort of your own and you won't have to live with that shame of people knowing the mistakes, of people knowing the the terrible decisions you've made in your life. You will not have that shame but yet you will have honor. Another revenue of wisdom will be having the strength and the ability to lead others in the way of the Lord. Wouldn't that be great to have that? Because we have kept ourselves right in the sight of God. Because we have studied his word. Being able to have the strength and the ability to lead others in the way of the Lord. We should all want that revenue of wisdom. How do we get that revenue of wisdom? 2 Timothy 2.15 Study to show thyself approved unto God a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Study. Learn the Bible. Read the Bible. Dig into the Bible. Spend time in the Bible. Meditate on the Bible. Pray to God. Pray to God to give you understanding of the knowledge that you are attaining. Pray to God to give you the wisdom to apply the knowledge that you are attaining. Another revenue of wisdom is durable riches. Things gotten by wisdom will be better things. There'll be things that will last, things that endure. The total sum and conclusion of the revenue of wisdom is it is the finest quality and value. The end result of wisdom will always be the best of the possibilities of any situation. Proverbs 8.19 My fruit is better than gold, 
yea, than fine gold, and thy revenue than choice silver. Revenue of, of wisdom is always the best results of any situation. The best possible results will be as a result of applying the wisdom that we get from God to that situation, to those circumstances, and then acting on it, applying on it, acting on it, living it out. That is the revenue of wisdom. I, wisdom, dwell with prudence, verse 12. Notice wisdom does not dwell with the carnal or the worldly. It does not dwell with worldly ideas or actions. No, wisdom dwells with what is good. Wisdom dwells with discretion, with prudence. Now there is a difference between knowledge and wisdom. We have access to more information than we have ever had access to than any other time in the history of man. We have a little device that most of us carry around that we could look up anything, get any type of knowledge we want, just looking at the little screen on this little device. That's never been the case in any time in history. So wisdom is not knowledge. Wisdom is not access to a lot of knowledge. There is something else to wisdom, true wisdom. There are many people who will boast about their knowledge, their education, their degrees, but they will make a disaster of their lives because they lack spiritual discernment, because they lack understanding, because they lack wisdom to make proper decisions. Few scriptures advise us to acquire more information, but many admonish us to seek wisdom. James 1.5 If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that give it to all men liberally, and abradeth not, and it shall be given unto him. If we follow biblical principles, God, through the Holy Spirit, will give us understanding and guidance for every decision and situation we encounter. Nothing is too small to pray about. Nothing is too small to ask God about. No decision is too small. Take it all to the Lord. Seek Him. Seek to apply those biblical principles with the wisdom we get from the Lord. There are two different kinds of wisdom. The scripture makes a distinction between two very different kinds of wisdom. First off, there is worldly wisdom. It is the use of knowledge and information. It's based on human understanding and reasoning. But it is foolishness to the Lord. 1 Corinthians 3.19 For the wisdom of this world, or worldly wisdom, is foolishness with God. For it is written, He taketh the wise in their own craftiness. Worldly wisdom may say everyone should have the right to marry. Woman to a woman or man to a man. Everyone should have that right. That's what worldly wisdom would say. But godly wisdom would discern that this thought is wrong right away. Genesis 2.24 Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother, and shall cleave unto his wife, and they shall be one flesh. Then you have Matthew 19.5-6 And said, For this cause shall a man leave father and mother, and shall cleave to his wife, and they twain shall be one flesh. Wherefore they are no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God hath joined together, let no man put asunder. Worldly wisdom may teach that a woman has the right to what goes on in her own body, as far as to keep or not to keep an unborn child. Worldly wisdom may tell you that, but godly wisdom would see it as to murder of the unborn. Godly wisdom would see what we need to allow the unborn to mature and be born. Godly wisdom would see the unborn child as still life. Isaiah 44, 2 Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb. The Lord made us and formed us from the womb. Life begins at conception. Godly wisdom would show that to you. Worldly wisdom would say, oh, we should just let her, you know, it's her body, just let, let her decide, let her make that choice. But godly wisdom would say, well, no, that, that's murder. That's not a choice, that's murder. Now let's look at godly wisdom. 
Godly wisdom is the capacity to see things from our Heavenly Father's viewpoint and respond according to scriptural principles. Ephesians 1.17 That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of Him. Godly wisdom gives us guidance and discernment when we need it to make the right decisions. When faced with a choice, Godly wisdom helps us make the right decision. Godly wisdom will bring the Bible to mind. will bring a Bible verse to mind about this decision or that situation and help us apply it. Godly wisdom sees a value in studying God's Word, prioritizing the need of Bible reading and prayer. While worldly wisdom would say that you have better things to do with your time than to spend it reading that old Bible, Godly wisdom will see we need to spend more and more time reading that Bible. Now let's look at distinctions between worldly wisdom and godly wisdom. The wisdom of the unsaved resides only in his head, not in his heart or in his spirit. Godly wisdom is found in the believer's heart. Worldly wisdom consists only in a temporal knowledge of men, things, and present circumstances. Godly wisdom is the result of the believer knowing that he has been reconciled to God through faith in Jesus Christ. Worldly wisdom enlarges the mind and directs the conduct of it in things relating to time. Godly wisdom informs and regulates the soul in reference to eternity. So godly wisdom is the knowledge of God through our Savior, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is revealed to us through the gospel. 2 Corinthians 4, 3-6 But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost, in whom the God of this world hath blinded the minds of them which believe not. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, but Christ Jesus the Lord, and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God, who commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. If you are a Christian, you are to be the light of the world. Is your light shining into that darkness? Is your light shining to the unsaved? Are you trying to reach them? Are you trying to minister to them? Are you trying to show them the light that is Jesus Christ? As the eternal word, that is Jesus, he came into this world to give life and light and access to the true and only God and the God of wisdom to all that will receive him by faith. John 1, 1 1-4 In beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by him, and without him was not anything made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. True wisdom can only come into our life after we have received Christ as our Savior. For there is no true wisdom apart from God that will produce the fear of the Lord in the heart of every believer. Proverbs 9.10 The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the holy is understanding. Understanding is given those who accept the gospel of Jesus Christ, and it is through the gospel that the believer receives the knowledge of God, which is eternal life through Jesus Christ. John 17.3, And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. And this is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. Godly wisdom is not rebellious. Christ-like wisdom will bring our wants and our desires into subjection and will direct us into a right relationship with God. Godly wisdom does not have a rebellious streak in it. Godly wisdom does not, does not bow up at correction. Godly wisdom puts its desires and its 
wants into subjection to God's Word and seeks direction from God in every relationship and in every aspect of their life. 1 Corinthians 9.27 But I keep under my body and bring it into subjection lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. You need to be practicing self-discipline if you want godly wisdom. The first step to getting true wisdom is to know for sure you are saved. And to know for sure you are saved, you need to know you are a sinner in need of a Savior. Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We're all sinners. We have to know that we have a sin debt that needs to be paid. Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. So we are all sinners, and sin has to be paid for, and sin can only be paid for through death. And we need to know Christ paid this debt for us. Christ paid our sin debt, Romans 5.8. But God commendeth his love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. The wages of sin is death. Well, Christ died for us. He paid that sin debt for us. And then the last part is Romans 6.23. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Now we can access that gift. We can access that payment made on our behalf. We have to accept it, though. We don't just get it. We have to act out by faith and accept it. If we know all this and understand all this, we just need to call on his name, on Christ's name, repent, admit your sinfulness, and trust him to save you from your sins, and he will. Romans 10, 9 and 13, That thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Wisdom is the God-given ability to have a practical and successful application of the knowledge you have diligently sought out. Wisdom comes from God. The fear of the Lord is the starting point of attaining wisdom. It is possible by study and observation to know what is right and what is wrong in almost every situation or circumstance, but still make the wrong decisions and do the wrong things. Wisdom does not dwell with the carnal worldly or in carnal worldly ideas or ways. Wisdom dwells with what is good. Wisdom dwells with discretion. Wisdom dwells with prudence. Godly wisdom is the capacity to see things from the Father's viewpoint and to respond according to scriptural principles, Ephesians 1.17. Godly wisdom is that wisdom which comes from receiving Christ as our Savior, for there is no true wisdom apart from God. Wisdom is the key to living a happy and fulfilled life.